0: Hello, my friends. Happy Sunday. Okay, I'm going to make this really quick before today's episode. I just want to let you know that we're breaking all the rules over at Healthful Pursuit. I decided to launch our cyber sale early this year. So when you go to healthfulpursuit.com slash shop... You can get 40% off everything in my shop, including meal plans, programs, the six week keto weight loss program without the group coaching, all of the things, including happy keto body. So again, that's healthfulpursuit.com slash shop. And then load up your cart and use the coupon code cyber2020 for 40% off. Well, hello, my friends. This is episode 280, where we're chatting about the difference between medical versus health-based ketosis, what happens to kids' bodies on keto, how to raise intuitive children, uh, where we see the medical processes in the health and wellness space really gravitating toward as it relates to keto, how to look at calories on keto, taking ownership of your health, um, are ketones required for success, like are ketones king, I think you know how I've this, but I'm really excited to chat with our guests today about it, Uh, shifting keto for long-term weight loss that stays off a long-term and so, so, so much more really exciting news. You can now watch our podcast episodes on YouTube. Not all of them will be videos, but most of our interviews will be. So you can watch this episode, a recording of the video with our guest Jessica and I chatting back and forth in video style, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash video to watch today's podcast episode or just hang out with me here on this player since you already downloaded it. Let's have some fun. So for those of you who are new around these parts, I've written three paperback books, the keto diet, the keto diet cookbook and keto for women. And if you have any of those books, I'd love for you to leave a review wherever you purchase the book, I'm guessing it's online, head on over to that website, leave a quick review. I love five-star reviews, but I will take anything. If you have questions about today's content, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me. And you can catch up on previous podcast episodes and notes from today's show by going to podcast.com. Also, there are show notes within the app that you're listening to. So if you're not sure how to access the show notes from the specific app that you're using, you can just head on over to the Google machine and type in the app you're using. So say like casts, maybe that's the app you're using and then show notes. And there will be a tutorial on how to access the show notes directly in your player. And you'll find all the links and resources and all the things that we're chatting about in today's episode in those show notes. So our guest today is Jessica Ernst. She's a registered dietitian, nutritionist, specializing in using food as medicine with the ketogenic diet for children and adults with various medical conditions. She's a certified specialist in pediatric nutrition and educates children with epilepsy on the ketogenic diet as an anti-seizure medication. Jess also manages a private nutrition practice consulting adults on the ketogenic way of eating by analyzing and specifically individualizing the diet to provide client-centered nutrition care. She is passionate about learning how whole foods can nourish and heal the body. Jess received her bachelor's degree in dietetics from the Ohio State University and her master's in nutrition sciences from the University of Cincinnati. You can learn more about Jess by going to jesstheketord.com and Jess is one S. I will include the link to her website in the show notes today and without further ado, let's get to it. Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel. You're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've created a free guide with tips on how to start keto and maintain your fat-fueled life. Grab it at healthfulpursuit.com slash free as a little thank you for listening to the show. Hello, Jess. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm so good. Oh my gosh, your smile. For those watching the video, you are just like full of so much energy. I've already enjoyed talking to you for a little bit here.
1: Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. I know you gotta have some positive energy during these times, right? Oh, so true. Amen to that. I would love for you to share a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I am a registered dietitian nutritionist. I have been a dietitian for the past 10 years. I got my undergrad at The Ohio State University and my graduate degree from University of Cincinnati, so I reside in Ohio. Um, I am currently a pediatric dietitian um, specializing in ketogenic diet, working with children who have epilepsy. So that's my primary background, but recently I have really started delving into working with adults and teaching and guiding people who have aspirations for weight loss or other disease states that they need help kind of taking control of their life and losing some weight or just overall getting healthy by using the ketogenic diet. So
0: pretty exciting. And and as I was saying before we press record, you're a rare breed to see like the medical side of the ketogenic diet and then go to the opposite side, which is like the health and wellness industries. I'm so excited to have a conversation with you of how this dance goes in your professional life. Yeah, it's
1: pretty awesome. There's a very wide variety of of different avenues you can go with this. So I'm excited to chat about it.
0: So um, I guess maybe the question on everyone's mind is what is the difference between the medical Mm -hmm. ketogenic diet and the health and wellness I'm going to call it health and wellness, like the ketogenic diet that most listeners know.
1: Yeah. So the so the ketogenic diet has actually been around for hundreds of years, dating all the way back to like 500 BC. And it was actually fell out of use for using it for epilepsy when all of the anti-epileptic medications came into play um, in the mid 1900s. Um, specifically because it's obviously much easier to pop a pill than it is to completely change your diet. However, in the 1990s, the ketogenic diet really came back full force, um, specifically with the um, emergence of the Charlie Foundation, which is an amazing resource for um, anybody, specifically those with epilepsy or if you need more information about ketogenic medical ketogenic diet therapies, the Charlie Foundation is an excellent resource to go to. And so in the 1990s, it kind of came back into a resurgence. And we started really using the ketogenic diet and using food as medicine versus using all of these different pills to treat seizures. So the difference between the medical um, ketogenic diet, which is what we use for children and young adults, and now even older adults um, with epilepsy is that everything is weighed and measured in a specific ratio. So it's the ratio of the grams of fat, To the grams of carbohydrate and protein combined. So everything that these children and young adults eat is weighed and measured on a gram scale, specifically to what their body needs to help control their epilepsy. So the difference between that and then obviously what we're using the ketogenic diet for, for general overall health and wellness, is that you know like you and I are not you know weighing everything on a gram scale and very being very specific with our macronutrients. We're maybe using like an app. Or we're writing down in a food journal, or we're just kind of eyeballing um, our fat and our protein and our carbohydrates to have a general healthy lifestyle. And then also, our goal is more of weight loss versus for our children. Obviously, our goal is almost never weight loss. Our goal is more to help control their seizures. So it's a little bit different, but both are really amazing. And I'm so glad that the ketogenic diet is getting so much publicity and so much, um, so many people are interested in learning more because it's really, really crazy and amazing way to use food to treat and heal the body.
0: You're probably one of the only dietitians I've ever heard that says, I just love the ketogenic diet. (laughs) Uh, That's probably true. (laughs) Yeah. You know,
1: there's, there's several of us like that. We, you know, in, in school, um, to become a dietitian, you have to get a, to become a registered dietitian, you have to get a four-year degree, and then you have to go through a very intense internship process. And then many of us also are required to get our master's degree. And obviously we have been taught for all of these years that, you know, are the food pyramid or my plate that, you know, carbohydrates should be 55 to 60% of your total calories per day and fat should be 30%. And you know, all you want to make sure you're getting eight to 11 servings of whole grains per day. And so the ketogenic diet is just almost like flipping that food pyramid right over. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's really, it's really interested how our thoughts have shifted over the years. And, and honestly, if you look back, um, Time magazine have many article or have had many like front page covers about how originally, if you see, it was like a, it was an egg with bacon and it was like a frown face. And then a few years later, now it's like, Butter. It's like this swirly butter. And it's it's so exciting. It's like butter and fat is good for you. So it's just amazing how things have evolved over the years.
0: Yeah, coming from the 90s where we use margarine all of the time to now be here, where I'm like, how much more coconut oil can I add to this meal? (laughs) It's it's such it's such a difference. And I know that there are parents listening, and I've always wanted to ask this question and just haven't had a chance. So I'm totally gonna go for it. So children with epilepsy, would they have the same experience with ketogenic diet as a a child would going on the ketogenic diet? Or is it completely different? Because like, I just want to do you know what I'm trying to ask? Like, yeah, there similarities, because I know a lot of parents want to encourage their kids to eat more of a ketogenic diet, but then their doctor says they're going to lose a lot of weight, they're not going to gain muscle, they're not going to grow. Is it different for epileptic kids? Is that a silly question?
1: No, that's a great question. So so for children who are doing the ketogenic diet as a medical medical use for treating their epilepsy, they work with me very very closely. So I am constantly monitoring their weight, their height, their muscle mass, their head circumference, um, making sure all their, their electrolytes are within balance, all their vitamin levels, making sure they're getting appropriate supplementation. So they are working with a dietitian extremely closely. Now, I also have had from my other colleagues, they have asked me to that they've had parents that have children that are maybe a little bit over on the overweight side or parents who follow a ketogenic diet therapy for themselves for weight loss or over overall healthy eating. And they asked me to kind of consult and chat with these families. So the difference is, is that, you know, children are always constantly growing. So if, you know, we want to make sure that they're getting appropriate nutrition and well-balanced nutrition. However, there's a lot, usually when I have conversations with these families, there is a lot of the processed foods that are in their diet. So sometimes that's really all we need to make adjustments on is kind of getting rid of some of those processed carbohydrates, focusing more on the complex carbohydrates, and maybe not dropping their carbs all the way down, or even giving them any sort of a carbohydrate allotment whatsoever, because we want to teach good healthy behaviors around food for children as well. But eliminating some of those processed foods, focusing more on the really strong complex carbs, and then introducing also um, nice healthy fats as well and having a good variety of those kind of fats. So if the parents are doing this strict ketogenic diet where they're keeping their carbs less than 20, I don't usually recommend that unless there's a medical need or if they're followed very, very closely by a dietitian for children
0: such a great answer literally i've been wondering this for seven years thank you so much it's been on my mind for a really long time and um uh, one of my friends said a really great thing the other day and i know a lot of parents can get really overwhelmed with you know they're eating a ketogenic diet they're starting to learn what carbohydrates do in the body what sugar is doing and a lot of them get very overwhelmed <laughs> and stressed out like this kid is out and they're making their own choices and how do i control it and uh what my girlfriend said was like I I make the choices that I have the power over. So when I'm making them dinner, I'm going to choose solid choices and educate them on what's, what's maybe good for them, what food does in their body. But when they're out in the world, I have no, I have no control if they're going to say yes to the whatever snacks kids eat. (laughs) Clearly I'm not a mother, but yeah. (laughs) No, absolutely.
1: And you know, and I think that's the big thing is education and education early with these kids to teach them how to read food labels and understand what certain ingredients are as well that are in the foods that they're putting into their body. Because one of the big things about keto is that that makes it really nice and whole is that you're not eating a lot of processed foods you're not you know a lot of the ingredients in the foods are are very you can pronounce almost all of them Um, however you know there are a lot of new keto foods that are on the market now some are really really good and some are really really not good so learning the difference also in between if you're going to go for those convenience like keto food options too like learning and understanding what sugar alcohols are and what um, some of these ingredients that they're adding to these foods are so that children as they're you know as they're growing older can also understand how to read a food label and how to make choices so that when they are out, not saying that they would be compulsively checking or anything, because we don't want to encourage those kind of behaviors, but making sure that they understand what they're putting in their body so that we don't get into a situation when they're older, when all of a sudden they're coming to me and they're 50 years old, and they've never looked at a food label.
0: Yeah, and just even checking in, you know, and you ask the child, like, how are you feeling? How did that meal make you feel? I love watching some of my friends just ask their kids things to do with food. And, and you can, you can see their little brains moving of like, oh, you know what, I have, uh, you know, a pain in my belly. Oh, what do you think that is from? And just having this conversation is like, oh, I wish I had that as a kid. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so it would really help us be able to guide
1: what we should, you know, what modifications in their diet that we should make versus always just throwing on a pill or, you know, thinking of a different medication that we should try to kind of treat their symptoms, but really being mindful and understanding how your body feels when you eat certain things.
0: Okay, friends, there's a new partner in town and they've overtaken my freezer where Butcher Box used to sit. Their name is Belcampo and I want to take a moment to introduce you to them. So here's the thing. Most places don't care about the treatment of the animal, the taste of the meat, the impact on the environment, or the health of their customers because they're just not involved in that segment of the industry. But at Belcampo, they do things differently with purpose. They care about all of it and see that everything is interconnected and hopes to create an experience and product better in every way for people and for our planet. Belcampo's farming practices are climate positive and certified humane, and the products are rich in omega-3s with significantly less omega-6s, higher in linoleic acid, vitamin C, B, E, richer in minerals, and deliciously healthful fats. Their beef is 100% grass-fed and finished. No livery aftertaste, all raised in the USA. Belcampo pork is pasture-raised heritage, the stuff I grew up on in Canada and love so dearly. Belcampo poultry are organic and pasture-raised, rich in antioxidants and omega-3s. So I'm obsessed with Belcampo. It's next-level farming with meat you can trust, start to finish, meat that you can feel good about, and meat that tastes good delivered right to your door. You can get 20% off with the code KDP on your first purchase, valid until the end of December 2020. They have a nice selection of special cuts for the holidays, including turkeys for pre-order. And if you're looking for, like, everyday meat, check for the keto meatballs and carnitas. There's really something for any meat eater to love. Again, that's bellcampo.com slash KDP. Use the code KDP at checkout for 20% off your entire first order. And this excludes sale items. If you're unsure of the link, simply check out today's show notes for all the details. So kind of flipping back to the medical versus health wellness space, where do you see the medical space kind of coming into the health and wellness space? Because sometimes people say certain things about their ketogenic diet. I'm like, I think you're being a little too hardcore with this. I don't think you need to be this strict. But wh- where do you see
1: that pull, yeah, if at that's, all? Yeah, you know, it's really, it's really hard because the medical ketogenic diet has just i mean grown like we are now using it for alzheimer's for brain tumors for traumatic brain injury for autism i mean we are using we are thinking about ketogenic diet therapies for so so many new disease states that we didn't before the research is just every day there's something new which is just absolutely amazing but you know it just kind of depends and that's why i like what you need as an adult like, do you need to be limiting your carbohydrates to less than 20 grams per day? Are you working with a registered dietitian, which I think is so important, because I can help you determine, you know, create your macronutrient goals to what you need based on where you're going and making sure that you're also getting your adequate supplementation, making sure your electrolytes in your labs are looking good, making sure your lipid panel, your cholesterol and triglycerides, making sure we're choosing the right kinds of fats. We're not just doing like a bacon, butter and beef kind of meal because, you know, that can obviously have detrimental effects as well. You may lose a lot of weight, but you know, we may have other issues. So I think that the two worlds are really combining a lot. But I I just see the the future and the promise for ketogenic therapies is just incredible. And I think we have so, so far to go. And we have so many avenues to bring this diet into the health and wellness field that it's it's just incredible. And it's really amazing because 10 years ago, people didn't know what I said, what I meant when I said I was a ketogenic dietitian. But now if I say keto, they don't even let me say the whole word. And they're like, okay, so I've heard about this. How do you want to talk about it? Can I ask you questions? What about this and this and this? And it's pretty amazing how many people kind of know, know about it now.
0: Yeah. And it really feels, I know for myself, um, like almost every day I wake up, I'm like, we're at the forefront of this huge movement that's shifting people's lives and being able, I know for you, being able to work with your clients one-on-one and going to the hospital and seeing these people's lives being changed. You know, when I go to book signing events and there are hundreds of people with these beautiful stories of how their life has shifted because of this, it's just like, It just gets you so excited, doesn't it? Oh,
1: it's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, and it's really been cool because, you know, a lot of the neurologists that I work with used to always kind of think of the ketogenic diet kind of as the last resort um, when it came to their epilepsy treatment. But now parents and families and even neurologists and epileptologists are bringing this to the table earlier to think about changing the way that, you know, the diet can help heal these children much earlier than just throwing on all these tri- different medications trying to cure their seizures. So it's pretty miraculous. I love it. It's awesome.
0: That's so amazing that it's starting to be recommended sooner rather than later. Could you imagine if... oh Oh, like just it's pretty all the cool possibilities. Like
1: beyond. There's everything. so many. Oh, there's so <laughs> many possibilities. It's it's just incredible. And the scientists and the the researchers and the the physicians, I mean, everyone is just doing such great work. It's it's really incredible.
0: And so you mentioned a little bit before the right kind of fats. Can you delve into that a little bit more? I, I'm guessing there's also a quality piece to this. Can you tell us a bit more about your yeah. approach on this?
1: Yeah. So, so one of my, you know, my big things is that I want, obviously, this is a very, very high fat diet. And especially for children who are using it for epilepsy, I mean, they can have up to 90% of their total calories coming from fat, which most adults, probably wouldn't be able to do but i tell you these children are rock stars and and the parents are rock stars it's really quite amazing but i always want to make sure that we are getting a variety of different types of fats into the diet so saturated fats not bad good for you different type of fat however if you're only eating animal fats all the time, that's usually when I see a spike in the triglycerides or cholesterol. And so we, re- I really will dive into their food recall or their app that they're tracking all their food on so I can determine how to provide some education on the different types of fats. So I always want to make sure that there's polyunsaturated fats, monounsaturated fats, making sure that there are different types of nice healthy oils like olive oils and avocado oil, making sure that there's seeds and nuts, healthy fatty fish, omega-3 fats in the diet, making sure that it's not just you know, butter and mayonnaise and beef and bacon, because we want to make sure we're doing some of those like plant based fats that are very, very healthy, and incorporating those into the diet as well. So I really do pay really close attention to kind of the whole picture versus just like, are you hitting your macronutrients, because you could hit your macronutrients by just eating saturated fats all day long. But for overall health, because if we're doing this long term, we really need to make sure that we are getting a a good, nice variety in the diet.
0: I really hope you're enjoying today's episode. I'd love to see where you're listening from. You can snap a pic and tag me at Leanne Vogel or leave a review for the show on your favorite podcast player. It helps me out tremendously. Okay, back to the good stuff. Yeah. What I heard is variety guys, variety, variety, variety. And that can be very overwhelming. I know that when um, people are interested in trying a new eating style, you go to the grocery store and you have a list of all these things you want to buy. And you go to the checkout till and it's like 400 bucks. And you're like, uh, this is the most expensive diet ever. Yeah. You're like, what am I going to do? <laughs> do? Um, so my recommendation is always like, choose a fat, and get very comfortable with it. Like when you're brand new, like choose like avocado oil and coconut oil and give that a try. And when you're out, go to butter and olive oil. And when you, when you're out and just like every time you go, you get something else and you get comfortable with using that. Like Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. When I started um, being introduced to coconut oil, I'm like, what is this stuff? It's like solid and then soft. And how do I use this? And it just takes time and it can be very overwhelming. If you go to the store and you're like, I'll get ghee and I'll get butter and I'll get avocado oil and macadamia nut oil. And you're just like, what do I do with all these? How do I use it? It can get expensive and Very. very overwhelming. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And, and I like the way that you said that too, is, is really kind of honing in on, you know, specific parts of the diet that you feel comfortable making a change at first. And then like, it doesn't have to be like all of a sudden tomorrow you're at 20 grams of carbohydrates and you're at your 160 grams of fat and you're doing it perfectly. I mean, it takes, I mean, think about how long that it's taken you know, many of these adults who are looking to lose weight to put on this weight, it's going to take time to really research. And I think that's the other thing is that because keto has gotten so big, there's so much information out there. And there's so many recipes, which is amazing, because I'll tell you what, there when I first started 10 years ago, we had like a few websites. And that's all I could give. Now I have Pinterest pages, and I have websites. And I thank all of the people who have made all of those because I'm not the best cook. And I appreciate everyone me all these ideas and you know the parents come to me and they will bring me all these new products and all these you know things that I have I mean I've only one person I can't keep up with all of it. so it's really amazing. So yeah just really keep just focusing in on a part that you feel comfortable changing and then building on that is really important so that you don't feel like, oh I didn't get to this amount, I failed, I'm done, I'm out I can't do this. it's too expensive. So you know I totally agree with you.
0: Yeah. And with more information though, it is like amazing to have access to all this. I find with more information comes more confusion because there's so many voices and because eating is a very individual approach, but people market it as like, I did this one thing. And if you do this thing, you're going to have success too. It create. do you find that in your one-on-one clients, like your adults that they're like all over the place with all these ideas? Yes, all the time, so, so, and I think
1: again, I can't stress it enough how important it is to work with a dietitian when you're getting ready to start so that we can really work one-on-one to figure out what your goals and what your needs are and not do comparison syndrome because i know going on instagram or Facebook although they're amazing outlets and great social media to get ideas and you know that kind of stuff it also can get very overwhelming you're like well why did I only lose one pound this week those people told me they lost 10 pounds in a week what am i doing wrong how is this you know how am i doing this different how can i have those results so so you know really really working with a dietitian to figure out each person's specific needs is is very important
0: also with working one on one it helps you stay in your own lane it's like having a coach that's like no this is our plan we have a plan we're going to keep going and you just you know that you have a plan and you're staying in your lane because when you look over at those other people you're like yeah but but what about over here and it's like you don't know where they are in their process what's going on, where they're at in their menstrual cycle, what's happening with their hormones. Like there's so much at
1: play. Oh my gosh, there's so much, especially for the women. You know, the women, I totally agree. I mean, the women are amazing, amazing. I mean, my women will do everything that I tell them to do. They're so good, you know, but yeah, just trying not to compare and just figuring out what's going to work best for your body. And sometimes keto isn't the best thing for some of these women. I mean, in, in coming to that fact that it's like, this kind of lifestyle, although it is very healthy, but sometimes we need to do a different approach to it, or we need to modify it. um, Or we need to make some kind, you know, some kind of change to make it best for their body and their goals and their lifestyle. So and that's not a bad thing. It's like amazing, trying to figure out what your body needs to be successful. So
0: Yeah, there's really a a pride, a layer of pride in there too. You know, like when I was trying, when I was using the ketogenic diet to overcome amenorrhea, it had been eight years since I had had a period. And I went on keto specifically to get my hormones back online. And then there came a point where. I, at the time I had um, bulimia. And so I was binging and purging because I couldn't keep within my macros. And I was so stressed out about it. And it was a total pride thing, because I just was really craving carbohydrates. And the minute I just started increasing my carbohydrates, I was actually able to maintain a good amount of keto, like just a little bit of fat burning. And after doing that for nine months, I got my period back. But had I stayed in that space of like, no, this is what keto is, It's 20 grams of carbs forever. You're welcome. End of story, not listening. It ends up, not benefiting you to the benefits that you want. Would you agree? Oh, I absolutely agree. Because literally,
1: everyone is so different. And everyone responds to this differently. So I I, you have to find out what works best for you. And sometimes that takes time, you know, obviously, especially when we're thinking about using the ketogenic diet for weight loss, we everyone wants these immediate results, we want to lose it fast. And we want to, you know, we want everyone to see these results. And we want to see an outcome for you know, what we're doing, but I try to really give uh realistic short-term and long-term goals that I work with my clients one-on-one to develop that are realistic so that there aren't these obsessive, obsessive thoughts and, you know, and just getting like overwhelmed with trying to be perfect because there really is no perfect until you figure out what works best for you.
0: So I completely agree with you. That deserves to be on a t-shirt. There really is no perfect until you find out what works best for you. Dang, girl. Uh, okay, you can take that. Just kidding. <laughs> no, kidding. Uh, if I if I had the time, energy and money to create quote images for my podcast, that would be on today's episode, but your girl doesn't have any of those things. <laughs> I love that. I don't need her, but if I did, I would do it too. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we were just touching on and my next question was going to be, do you think keto's for everybody? And so you kind of answered that. Do you think ketones are required for success? No. I I really don't. Because okay, so let me tell you another
1: thing. So a lot of my clients obviously will come to me and they will and I'm talking specifically adults, specifically for weight loss, and they want to do keto. Well, some of my so what I usually do when I start out is I kind of want to see where am I starting here. And for some of my, you know, my men that are in their 50s and 60s, and they are eating 400, 500 grams of carbohydrates per day, I am I'm not lying to you. Like, and then this is what they've been doing for their whole life. So what I usually do is I focus definitely on, on changing the type of carbohydrates and the amount of carbohydrates that they're coming in. So even cutting it by like 50% to start, and then we get down to maybe a hundred and then maybe we'll start up at 50 and that's where we can go. And I believe in obviously the fat burning, I believe that ketones, the beta hydroxybutyrate that you're checking on your home meter or the acetoacetate that you're checking with your in your urine ketones is very important but I don't think it's necessary for weight loss because sometimes it's just this lower carbohydrate or changing the type of carbohydrates that these that a lot of people can have really good success. However, if we just car- cut carbs and we don't change anything else You're obviously going to be into a calorie deficit because you're going to be eating significantly less calories than what you were before. So you'll see this weight loss, but then at some point you're going to kind of hit that set point and you're going to kind of, you know, kind of hang out around. And then that's when I start talking about obviously increasing the types, increasing the fat. We were always doing fat to begin with, but if we're just doing low carb, you're probably going to be pretty hangry because you're not getting the calories that you're used to. Um, So then adding in those nice, healthy fats, making fat bombs or adding in like your coconut, avocado oil, different um, types of like nuts and seeds and different types of fish and things like that into the diet to kind of get, because this is not a calorie restricted diet. That's not the, that's not the premise of it. It's just changing the type of calories. So I don't focus a lot on calories. I focus more on the types. So making sure that the macronutrients are are in line and that they feel good and they feel healthy. I've had several clients who are like, I can't do that amount of fat that you're telling me to do. That's like, I'm having extreme diarrhea or I am so constipated that like my life is ruined. (laughs) Like I can't do this. So, you know, we make adjustments along the way because everyone's different. So, and sometimes like the Mediterranean diet is something that works best for, you know, that works best for them and that's what they need. And, So there's just a lot of different modifications because everybody is, has some, needs something different.
0: Yeah. I always, um, I think I learned this in nutrition school or maybe I came up with it. I'm going to take, I'm going to take ownership of this. I, I thought, you know, just like we all look different on the outside, we're going to work a little bit differently on the inside and like realizing that and truly understanding that made me very excited to be a nutrition educator, but also like, how am I supposed to figure all this out? And that's why it's so fun to have clients that are like willing to mm-hmm. do the work. And it makes our job so fun because then we yeah. get to just guide them and they, they fill in the, in the blanks. Right. Exactly.
1: And uh, you know, I'll, they don't, most people don't need a lot of handholding. They just need, I'm more of like a cheerleader over here. I'm like, here, I'll look, (laughs) I'll look at your, your amazing app that you've logged everything and I'll give you some kudos and you guys are doing well. And then whenever there's an issue or we hit a plateau or we need some kind of modification, I make sure that everything is smooth sailing and then, and then help them kind of work through some of those those bumpy parts. But that's what I like that because I want my clients to take ownership of their life because I'm not always obviously going to be there. And so this this is something that's for many of them is a, it's a lifestyle change. It's not a diet. It is not a diet. It definitely is something that they're going to have to work on for probably their whole life. So making it a habit and just learning about food is super, super important.
0: Yes, completely. I love, I love the way that you said that. If you've been doing keto for a while, you know about Perfect Keto. They are a household name. If you haven't tried them yet, you must. My most favorite thing about Perfect Keto is their bars. They are delicious, 100% real food. There's no funky ingredients. And the coolest thing is that they are giving us all 20% off everything, plus free shipping and a free nut butter on orders over $80 or more. You can use the code KDP at checkout for your 20% off everything, plus free shipping and your free nut butter on your order of $80 or more. It is very easy to spend $80 or more on Perfect Keto. Now you can go to perfectketo.com KDP, load up your cart. If you're unsure of what to get, just hit me up on Instagram at Leanne Vogel, and I will happily tell you which ones are my favorite. Now this free nut butter will only last until supplies last probably through to the end of December so if you're thinking that you want that free nut butter who doesn't want free keto nut butter head on over to perfectketo.com slash kdp load up your cart use kdp coupon code and get 20% off everything plus free shipping and your free nut butter enjoy i feel like there is a seeking for ketones and people get so wrapped up in the number. I mean, it's one of the only eating styles that I know of that you can prick your finger or grab a little machine and it says, you're a success or you're a total failure, you know, like thumbs down. And so I think people get so wrapped up in the numbers of it all, specifically seeking ketones. And uh, I have a blood glucose monitor, a continuous glucose monitor rather um, installed, and I've had it for a couple of weeks now. And I've found it so fascinating to go on the opposite side of the whole ketone chasing and just be very curious as to what glucose is doing and how that works. Um, It's pretty amazing. So where are you, where are you landing? I think this, I think this is great. It's definitely helped me keep tabs on myself, (laughs) you know, because every time I eat, I'm like, Oh, I don't know, this is probably going to do something to my glucose. I've actually been I've been playing around with a lot of different things. Like, what would happen if I had carbs in the morning versus carbs at night, I find that I react very minimally to carbs at night, and I sleep better. And my glucose is way, way better than if I wake up, do something and then eat carbs. dates do nothing to me that That's has been oh that is awesome <laughs> that is awesome same with chickpeas like chickpeas i can eat it's it's no big deal i feel great and i love chickpeas like i am obsessed with chickpeas and just having this monitor with me. I I don't think I could wear it forever and ever and ever and thankful that I don't need to. But just like the little things of like, if I have a black coffee after a meal that I know is going to spike up and I have that coffee with it, I don't spike up as much. And you know, all these little things has been really helpful to just understanding my body more, I would say. Yeah, that and that's great. And I think that even if you didn't have that, the
1: big thing to learn is that you're learning about your body and you're learning about how foods, how you react to certain foods. And that's what a lot of us don't pay attention to is how food, what happens in your body with certain different types of foods because everyone is different. So yeah, that's great.
0: Yeah, the bio individuality is so important. And I've been sharing my process on Instagram and people are like, Well, how come you're eating dates on your ketogenic diet? It's not allowed and it's this whole thing and it creates so much confusion because we're told forever that if you just follow this specific protocol that everything will work out and it's so perfect for you. And that's just not true. And whoever right. says that, run away. Do not give them your money. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Don't do it.
1: No, it's so true. It really is. It's so individualized. So, yeah, that's that's great that you're learning so much about that. That's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, it's fun. You know, those little tools that you can bring in and learn more about yourself, I'm all for. You mentioned a little bit before on calories. Now, oh my gosh, we have had a boodles of guests on the show that have varying opinions on calories. Um it sounds like even with your weight loss program, like with your weight loss clients, you're not going to reduce calories. Can you just tell us what your stance is on calories a little bit clearer?
1: So, okay. So not necessary. So I feel like calories are almost automatically reduced. There almost always is a calorie deficit. Now I'm not telling people that they, I should, they should keep with their 3000 calorie diet, just change to be, you know, 60% fat because that's just like not realistic. So, most people, when they're doing this diet, you know, getting the 160 to 180 grams of fat and then your 20 to 50 grams of carbohydrates, and then making sure, depending on what you need, getting like 0.8 grams per kilo of protein or something, you know, moderate protein automatically brings your calories down. But I don't really like when, like if we have a stall, I don't always pay attention necessarily to the calories. I pay attention more to the types of calories. So I want to make sure that the majority of their calories are obviously coming from fat, and then moderate protein and low carbohydrate. And I know that, you know, the energy expenditure and all that is a big hot topic in the um, health and wellness world. Um, and I think it confuses a lot of people on and it could, because so many people have varying opinions. But again, some people are like, I, I know that my body does not need more than 14 1500 calories. Well, then I say you do you then let's do our macronutrients based on that amount. Some people are like, I'm starving and I can't do this. I need more calories. So then we, you know, obviously I'll tell them that we need, probably are not getting enough fat in, which is why our calorie level is low. So it just kind of depends on, on what each person needs. And I know that there are a lot of people who have very different opinions on it, but that's, that's just my personal stance on it. I don't, I don't pay tons of attention to it.
0: Yeah, I don't either. But I always find it really fascinating to have people on and have conversations and learn the way that they approach things. And like we we're saying, it's so bio individual that they have clients because it works for them. And they're trying them out and all the things. So that's what I love about nutrition, that there's so many different approaches that it's very rare that you won't find somebody that can help you. Because <laughs> we right, all yeah. do it a little different. No,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and there are like, you were talking about those people are like, what, you're not doing 20 grams of carbs. You're not doing it correctly. Or you're eating dates like the keto police. <laughs> They're not my friends, but um, you know, everybody needs something different. So don't ever let those people, you know, guide you, you listen to your body and you do what you need to do.
0: Yeah. And sidetrack that's, that's a big thing mm-hmm. of like, Oh, well, if this person's doing this, I better, I better change it. And it's like, if what you're doing is working, stay like just just keep on keeping on don't get distracted (laughs) right absolutely
1: and if you need to make an adjustment then we make an adjustment so yeah i totally agree with
0: that (laughs) amazing jess okay where can listeners find out more from you connect with you all the things
1: yeah so um you can visit my website so it's jess j-e-s the keto com. Or you could visit me on Instagram. If anybody wants to teach me more about Instagram coolness, that would be awesome too. Um, My Instagram handle is Jess, J-E-S, the Keto R-D.
0: Awesome. I'm going to include all those links in the show notes today. And if you find somebody who's Instagram cool and can teach you stuff, I will happily join that class too. (laughs) I'm so not Instagram cool. (laughs) I'm not either. I wish. There's so many people. You guys are awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's So true. Um, Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Jess. This was a blast hanging out with you. Oh, I appreciate you inviting me
1: so much. And um, good luck to everyone out there. You guys are doing great proud of everyone.
0: So I hope you really, really enjoyed today's episode. And next up on the show, we have Wednesday, November 18th, episode 281. Anya Fernald is coming on the show to chat with us about eating meat. If you eat meat, you got to listen to the episode. I'm leaving it at that. It's just so good. Sunday, November 22nd, we have episode 282, where Emmy Satrazimus is coming on the show to chat with us about setting up your ketogenic diet for health and weight loss. Okay. These are like two things that everyone wants. So it's a really good episode. And episode 282 is going to be on YouTube as a video as well. So just head on over to healthfulpursuit.com slash a video and subscribe to my YouTube channel. So when you're surfing on YouTube, you can catch up on podcasts over there as well. So I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will see you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis or treatment, nor should it be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.